celebrate good times come on okay so maybe i don't have hope as a singer but there is a party going on over here at the second phase podcast we are celebrating that i reached 11,000 unique downloads in the first year of the show our one year anniversary is january 6th and the 100th episode is just around the corner and will air on my birthday january 21st i love my birthday and I celebrate it all month. It's a big deal to me and I want to bring you along for the celebration and give you an opportunity to win a gift from me. So join the giveaway today. I am giving one lucky winner a brand assessment coaching session with me to start 2021 off with clarity and confidence with your brand messaging to attract more clients for more profits and to create a bigger impact on the world to serve the people that you're called to serve in a big way. To enter, all you have to do is leave a rating and review on the show. Screenshot the review and share it in your Instagram or Facebook stories. Be sure to tag me to be entered. Just tag at the Robin Graham. You can enter today, January 4th through January 8th. The winner will be announced in the Female Entrepreneur Insider Facebook group on January 11th during the Attract More Clients Accelerator Workshop which is only a week away. For a bonus entry, invite a friend to join the Female Entrepreneur Insider Facebook group for the Attract More Clients Accelerator Masterclass happening January 11th to the 13th. Mark your calendars today. You've heard me talk about the workshop in previous episodes, but here's the nuts and bolts of it. In the workshop, we will create a roadmap for brand success, starting with an inventory of your brand messaging online walking through how to go from crickets to traction to kickstart your brand and business and go from stuck to unstoppable in 2021. I absolutely love surprises and gifts and can't wait to see who wins the giveaway. And I can't wait to work with that person. But more importantly, I can't wait to see how your brands blossom after the masterclass. Thank you all for being here, and I can't wait to see the reviews and the ratings and see who wins. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Second Phase Podcast. I'm Robin Graham, your host, and a brand marketing strategist and photographer passionate about helping women connect and grow their audience and get more clients. I am so excited you're here with me today to chat all about branding, personal development, and life overall in the second phase. What is the second phase? The second phase for me was a change in careers and learning how to navigate a new world and build the business from the ground up when I was actually terrified to put myself out into the world as something new. For some, the second phase is a significant lifestyle change, a traumatic loss, a move, an illness. It could be any number of things. No matter the definition of your second phase, we are here together to learn about creating a brand that stands out and makes an impact and grow as our authentic selves and follow our callings, our passions, our visions, and our values. Now grab your cup of coffee or the dog's leash and let's dive into a new episode. Have you been thinking of a way to create consistent stream of monthly income? Maybe a membership is right for you. Natalie Arndt, a personal branding strategist and host of the Presence and Purpose podcast is here today to share the do's and don'ts of creating a membership. We talk about taking messy action and then pivoting when you discover there were some loopholes in that messy action. 
If you have been considering a way to create that monthly steady stream of income, I think you're really going to find this episode insightful. Natalie shares the three things that she learned and that you really have to consider to create a successful membership so that you don't experience burnout and don't undercut yourself in terms of pricing. Tune in, enjoy the show, and please let me know if you are planning to create a membership in 2021. Natalie Arndt, welcome to the Second Phase Podcast. Hey, Robin. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. The topic we're going to cover today is one that I have not necessarily researched or implemented in my business, but I know that it is a great way to have consistent revenue every single month. So we're going to dive into memberships and the do's and don'ts and your experience with your membership. So with that being said, will you please tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Yeah. So my name is Natalie Arndt. I am a personal brand strategy coach for Christian female entrepreneurs. And I work with women who are really focusing on getting visible, gaining momentum, finding the people they're called to serve. And so, yeah, that's kind of what I do in a nutshell. I live in Minnesota, my six-year-old daughter. She keeps me super busy between (laughs) mom life and business. So yeah, it's a little bit about me. That's awesome. So we are in the same space in terms of personal branding. I know you're as passionate about it as I am. And you also have a podcast. Yes. Yeah. I have a podcast called Presence and Purpose, which is how we got connected because we were in a mastermind for podcasting together. And yeah, the podcast is where I pour my heart out and it's like one of my favorite things ever. Yeah, I know this it's such a labor of love. It, you know, it mm-hmm. starts as a passion project, but it becomes this like just huge component of your life where (laughs) you want it to be such a success, but just seeing those numbers and the downloads and knowing you're touching people's lives to me, it's so just inspiring, I guess would be the right word. Yeah, it really is. It really is. And, and knowing that like, you know, every time someone reaches out to you and you've like never talked to them before and they're like, Hey, I just listened to this episode or I've been listening to your show and I love it so much. And I'm like, Oh, that makes me so happy. Like. Because that's why we do it, right? But then actually having that evidence of like, hey, here's this person I've never talked to before and I'm impacting their life. Like, how cool is that? Right? It's just someone reached out to me on Instagram a few days ago and that's the exact conversation. I was like, thank you so much for telling me you listen. Because as a host, you have no idea. You see these numbers coming in and this week I reached 10,000 downloads, which was my goal for 2020 as my first year of podcasting. And that's awesome. you know, it's like, are these people who's listening? Like, you know, I know it's not my family and friends. So who is it? (laughs) Show yourself. Who are you? (laughs) Tell me, tell me who you are, please. I'm dying to know. I just want to show you a little gratitude. Okay. So with that said, let's dive into memberships. I'm really excited to talk about this and who knows, maybe I'll decide to do one in 2021. You just never know, but okay. So let's start with how you started your journey into memberships because I know you took messy action. And so many times we're so afraid to just take that action. We feel like we have to have all our ducks in a row and everything has to be perfect. But the reality is the longer we wait for that perfect time, the more risk there is that we're never going to do it, which means we're never going to achieve our goals. So I just want to have you tell the audience, tell the listeners, like what 
pushed you forward and how you took those messy action steps so that you could do this. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to share that. So it was like in the spring of this year, 2020, as we're recording right now, that I basically hit a point in my business where I was definitely reaching burnout. And I had one of my very close business friends tell me that I needed to just hit pause. It was like the middle of the month. And so she was like, what if just for the rest of the month, you just kind of like chill, like take a vacation mentally and just like stop pushing yourself. And it was in that just giving myself space, um, pivoting in my business. I had been feeling the tug to get into coaching because previously I had been a brand designer solely, like no coaching, no strategy sessions, just design. And so I had been feeling that nudge to pivot and it just, you know, taking a break, hitting pause, giving myself that space really allowed me to do that. And so, you know, this idea just kind of came to me of through conversations and different things. I was like, what if I started a membership? Like it just kind of like hit me. And as soon as it hit me, I just got flooded with ideas of like, I could do this and this is what it would look like. And I'll build it out like this. Right. Like, and it just the ideas kept coming to the point where I was like, okay, I need to like do this because if I sit on this, like I'm going to chicken out, I'm going to like start, you know, listening to my feelings that aren't always right. Right. And imposter syndrome and all those things. And so that's, that's essentially what I did. And I really jumped in just like head first. Like I don't have this figured out. I don't have anything ready, but I had, I mean, the timing was truly God's perfect timing because at the time where I was like, Hey, I think I want to start a membership. This feels right. I'm going to go for it. If anyone's familiar with Stu McLaren. So if you're thinking, if you're listening to this and you're thinking about starting a membership, I'm going to say Stu McLaren is a awesome person to follow. He is all about memberships. He does this big launch every year for his program called Tribe. And that's what, that's how the timing just worked out perfectly where I knew I wanted to start a membership. And then he was doing his week long free event, literally walking you through how to start a membership. And he does it every year. So I'm assuming he'll do it in spring of 2021. I'm not sure. But anyways, follow him, check him out if you're considering that. Another great resource is the membership guys. And so I followed along with Stu McLaren's challenge and had this membership ready to go. And like I said, I had to just like rip the bandaid off and be like, I'm putting it out there and I'm going to do it. And I will tell you that I was really proud of myself for doing that, Robin, because that was a growth moment for me. I am not a person who in the past, right now I'm better about taking messy action. And that's something that I really remind myself to embrace and think is so important, but I had not been in the habit of doing that. I would wait way too long and launch something when it was all pretty and polished and perfect. And I'm like, yeah, I waited too long to get that out there. <laughs> like, That is a sign that you waited too long. And so essentially what I did, and this is, again, um, something that Stu McLaren teaches with his kind of his framework is doing a founding members launch, which is basically like a beta run. So you put it out there, your membership idea, you basically share with your audience, hey, this is my vision. Will you help me create it? I'm going to, I'm thinking it's going to involve weekly calls and monthly training, right? Like whatever, like you just kind of bullet point list, like this is what I think it's going to look like. And because it's not ready yet and you're going to help me create it, I'm going to let you in at this amazing founding members price. And so that's what I did. And I got 
a good group of women in the door and we just kind of like hit the ground running. And that's truly how I got started. It was, it was messy action at its finest. (laughs) I love that because I am so guilty of doing the same thing. Yeah. And you know, I've been doing all this mindset work recently because I am a true procrastinator and I've done episodes on comparison and imposter syndrome, but the reality is 2020 has hit me like a block to the head when it comes to those things. And I've really kind of stifled myself, self-sabotaged a lot. And I think it's really important to take that step back, give yourself that grace to, to allow yourself to think about, okay, this is what I'm doing and it's not working because I'm exhausted. I'm burnt out. And once we reach that point of burnout, we're ineffective. We cannot push forward anymore. We're done. Or we can't be creative. We're just completely wrapped up. So I think it's really important to realize that, it's okay to take that step back and it's okay to pivot. It's okay to change your goals. It's okay to completely revamp your brand, your business. And I love how you took messy action to do that and didn't wait for that perfect opportunity. Okay. So I want to point out a couple of things as well. You said that you brought in your tribe, you brought in your people, you brought in the people Mm -hmm. that were already in your you know, audience space. Yeah. So how many people did you have in that space? And where were these people? Because I know that's going to be a question that people are going to want to know the answer to. Yeah. So I had, I want to say it was 400 something. And this is your Facebook group. People in my group, my Facebook group. Yes. And that's like where I focus. And this was at the point where I was really wishy-washy with where I was focusing, but you know, now that's my central place. That's where the bulk of my audience always has been. And I was kind of dabbling in other places, but I always came back to the Facebook group. So that's really where the bulk of my audience was. And so I had 400 something members and I had, it's funny, I had mentally capped the founding members group at like 10, 12 women because I was like, I'm really figuring out what I'm doing. And I feel like it's going to be a lot of pressure for me because I was doing a coaching based membership. If I had anything more than that, especially because I had never done anything in a group setting before. And I had 12 women sign up. Like I never publicly put it out there that this is the limit, but it just worked out perfectly. And so they all came from my Facebook group. So it just speaks to the power of like putting it out there for your audience and not feeling like it has to be this big launch. Like, Hey, I'm starting this thing and I'm going to promote it everywhere. Right? Like the whole point of doing a founding members launch or a beta run of something is to just keep it really simple. And a big part of it was me trusting like, Hey, I feel this really strong nudge to create this membership, which means I know there are women who need it. And so I don't feel this pressure to like, promote it everywhere and talk about it every single day. I put out like a handful of posts over like a two week period. I initially announced like, Hey, this is what I think I'm doing. And then I think it was about two weeks later that I was like, okay, I've got the sign up page. I'm ready to go. Here it is. And so I, like I said, I did a handful of posts. I think I maybe mentioned it in one of my podcast episodes, but again, I just kept it really simple and stuck with my people. And, you know, that's who I wanted in the community. I wanted it to be the people that were already kind of familiar with me anyways they already trusted you. They knew you, they Mm -hmm. liked you, they trusted you. So that gives you the upper hand, so to speak, like they already trust you. So they're going to come along on this journey with you. And I love that you asked them, you know, would you like to come along this journey with me? And knowing that you have that support, but it's also accountability. 
now you've put this out there, you have to move forward. And I think that's so important when you're setting goals is you have to put it out there so that people know that that's what you're working towards. So then you have more push to do it, to actually follow through and achieve that. Yeah. Okay. So you are now pivoting again Yes. and you are transitioning from the group to doing something else. So I would love to know why number one, and then number two, yeah. what were the mistakes that you've identified with doing this? So you took the messy action, which is so brave and so fabulous. And you did it, you did it and you created a successful group. Yeah. I know you, you know, you built it, you raised your price, you did all those things. So mm-hmm. what now? And what did you learn from all the things that you did that you would tell someone, listen, this is what I did and this is what you should not do. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. So why I am pivoting is really, it came down to through the, I think it's been seven months that I've been with this group of women and growing it and right. Like doing all the right things. Um, I came to realize that, you know, if I was honest with myself and if I was really looking from a place of serving my people as best as I can, I had this feeling that the content that I was teaching in there, right? Like, and considering like who this membership, or I should say who the content is best suited for, I came to realize that it wasn't the best container for it, right? So looking at a membership model, right? Like any different, you can have the same type of content and there's all sorts of different containers that you can put it in, right? And I chose a membership. But, you know, through those six, seven months together, I realized that, you know what, I think this just needs to take a different shape or form. And I had been feeling like that for a little while, but it just, again, I am very much a gut feeling person. And so it was that gut feeling, that God gut, I like to call it where I'm like, okay, I really need to like hit pause, close it down December 31st, which is what I'm doing so that I can just kind of like, again, create space for myself to pivot. And it's funny as I'm saying that, I'm like, this is a theme here. <laughs> but I think that's so important when you're feeling the need to pivot to just like create space for yourself, literally just like blocking out a week or blocking out a weekend or even a day and just giving yourself space is so powerful. So anyways, that's what I'm doing right now. And really just hitting pause and looking at okay, now I've got all this valuable feedback. I've got all this valuable experience from serving these women and teaching what I wanted to teach them. What can I improve? What needs to change, right? And just kind of looking at everything with fresh eyes. And I think that is so important. That's something that I have been really focusing on with myself and trying to get more disciplined about because I think it's so easy in business to always like create new shiny things and new offers. But the thing that takes the most discipline and also the thing that like all the successful entrepreneurs that each one of us looks up to, they have a program or they have their one-to-one coaching or their membership, right? Or like whatever it is, they have something that they've stuck with and they've improved it with time. Um, And so that is where I am really focusing. And that's what I'm planning to do with this membership. So it's like I took the messy action. We had an incredible time together. And Obviously, I'm very thankful that I did that because there were women that, again, I I didn't share this part, but when I put it out to my audience in my Facebook group, there were women that I had never talked to that jumped into the membership, that they had been silently watching and following me, and then they jumped in. And so I was able to really support them in their business and with their brand. So anyways, that's kind of where I am at right now is kind of hitting pause and looking at how can I continue this in a different form 
and really improve it rather than like, oh, I'm going to scrap that now and I'm going to start a whole new thing. That That is definitely not my intention. I know that it's going to continue and it's, it's just growing and evolving. So I think that's something really important for everyone listening to remember is just thinking about, you know, again, if you're feeling like there's something that you're pivoting, you're shifting It's always best to look at how you can improve what you have, like what needs to change, right? It's so much easier to do that than to just scrap the whole thing and start over. And I'm speaking to myself here too. So in terms of like the mistakes that I've identified, right? Because now I've got this great 2020 hindsight. I've done this membership and again, looking at it with fresh eyes, And thinking back to if I had to do it all over again, like if I was going to start from the beginning again, what would I do differently, right? Or like, what are the mistakes that I made? And so I came up with three things that I believe are really big. And so the first one being looking at why you are starting the membership, right? You're thinking about starting a membership. Why do you want to start it? Okay. And by this, I mean, looking at your motive and also looking at the focus, right? Having a really clear focus. And so looking at your motive, like, why do you want to start this membership, right? Is it because of the fact that you love the idea of consistent monthly income, Is it solely because of that? Do you want to create a community? Are you a person who totally loves community and you love the idea of getting paid to run and nurture a community, right? So like really get honest with yourself and think about what is your motive? Because I just heard this reminder the other day and I've heard it before. It's always helpful to hear that there is no one right business model, right? Like if you're looking around and trying to find like, oh, it's a course. No, it's a membership. No, it's group coaching. No, it's one-to-one coaching. Like it's about finding what works well for you and trial and error, right? Like, and that's part of why I'm so grateful that I did this membership. And it was so beneficial for me, for the women in it. And then realizing that, you know what, at least right now, this isn't the right thing for me moving forward. And it's not the right thing for the women who need this content, right? They need it in a different container again. So looking at your motive and looking at your focus. Okay. So why do you want to start this? Like, what is this membership going to be for? And being super, super clear. And again, you know, it's that reminder of like, simple is best. Like we want to aim for simple and it's so tempting to feel like you need to like pack in a bunch of bonuses and extra trainings and value and fluff really make it more valuable, but it is the counterintuitive. If you pack a membership full of information and then someone is in the membership and they do not have time to consume all the content that you're pouring in there, even if it's amazing, they're going to leave the membership because they feel like they're not using it to its full capacity, right? Like they're like, I'm paying for this great membership, but I can't possibly take in all these trainings. And so I'm wasting my money, right? Like it's totally counterintuitive. Well, I think what what you just said is really important. These people signed up for you. Yeah. They want to tap into your brain, your wisdom, your experiences, you know, and, and I always use the example, anyone who you are meant to serve is a year, two years, three years, five years behind you in the life experiences. So that you have so much expertise to share. You don't need to put bells and whistles with it. They're there to connect with you and learn from you. And I think that's a really important statement that if you keep it simple, you'll be able to keep the audience. Yeah. And it's just, you know, 
going back to like, what is your area of expertise? Like, what is the problem, like the singular problem that you really help people with and don't feel the need to solve a bunch of other problems. And that's something that I think I said this before we hit record, but I totally found myself like as we we went through our, you know, half a year together inside the membership, I found myself sort of drifting away from this is the problem that I'm solving. And this is part of why I felt the need to pivot too, because I noticed that the women that, you know, came in all together at the same time, they really experienced the transformation that they needed to in terms of like building the foundation of your brand and really getting that initial clarity on like, what's your message? Who are you called to serve? How do you communicate what it is that you do? Right. And they got past that point, but then we continued past that and it got to this weird space of now I don't feel like I'm the best person to help you because I'm not a business coach, right? Like there's a lot of things that overlap with branding and business, but it just, it started getting outside of the primary problem that I wanted to solve because I had solved that problem and they were still in the membership, right? So it was just, you know, that's just kind of how it happened. But just, I want the listeners to really take that away. Like, what is the problem that you want to solve? Because again, it's more valuable to the people that are going to be joining your membership to solve that single problem because otherwise you're creating problems that they might not necessarily have, or you're just, you're really watering down your expertise. Right. So with that being said, Mm -hmm. would you suggest instead of putting out, you know, I'm starting this membership and not having a cap on it, not putting an end date to it. Would you suggest like, this is a six month membership in six months, we will blah, 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 blah. Or, you know, should you leave it open-ended and then as your audience grows, the members of the group grow and need additional information. You train yourself with on that information or bring in experts. Like, which would you recommend based on your experience? Yeah. I mean, I think traditionally, you know, memberships are an ongoing thing. And so I would definitely, I would recommend, you know, the latter in terms of thinking about like considering the problem that you're going to be solving, the very clear focus of the membership as you continue down the road, you know, people are going to come in, they're going to come out, right? Like it's a, you know, an evolving thing. But like you said, how can I bring in guest experts to continue with this common train? How can I, you know, bring in fresh content, whatever it is? I mean, if someone wanted to maybe take the pressure off themselves and feel like, hey, we're going to do this membership for six months together and then we're going to reevaluate at the end. If that sounds like something that's appealing, I would totally say go for it. You know, another thing, and actually I'll save this to the end because that's going <laughs> to that's gonna spoil my next point, but I would totally go with your gut in terms of if you want to start a membership and you want to try it, right? And you feel like that is really like high pressure to know that there's no end, like it's indefinite, then I would totally say go for it. That's not even something that I ever considered, but I think that's a great idea. If someone is, you know, basically saying, hey, this is a trial run. And, you know, if we're going to continue, like after six months, if this community is going to continue, then you're locked in at the founding member price or whatever it is. Well, here's another thought. So you started with 12 people. How many Mm -hmm. people do you have in the membership now? It was about the same because I had hit pause with promoting to like for three months. I did the founding member launch and I closed the doors and I was like, I'm just going to focus on these women. Okay. And then it was really just figuring things out in terms of, you know, again, 
you know, some of the points that I've got to share in terms of like having really clear, like, this is what I'm doing in this membership. This is what the focus is. And so do you want me to share the next point? Cause that kind of leads me to that. Yeah, I would love to, because my question is like, if you're doing a membership and I know a lot of these memberships that are out there, people join, you know, periodically. So you may have 20 members join in January, 30 in February, five Mm -hmm. in March, but they're all at different places in terms of consuming the content that you're putting out. So that's where I think it gets a little bit complicated because you're trying to serve the masses, but you have people all on different places. And yes, they can learn from others in the community, but how do you, you know, how would you address that? So go ahead. And yeah, I think that may be something that you're going to address. So yeah, yeah. And so that that's definitely something. And that's kind of looking at like the client journey, right? Like inside this membership, what is the journey that they're going to go on? But the second thing that I want to address here is being really clear with like the scope or the level of support that you're going to have inside your membership, which definitely kind of touches on this client journey. So looking at, you know, there are so many memberships out there. There are really low price point, not very high touch memberships. There are memberships that are super high touch you know, high level accountability, support, coaching based, there's a whole range of types of memberships out there. So looking at, you know, is this something that's content based and every month they get a new template for something, right? Or is this like they get monthly coaching or weekly coaching, like being really clear on what is the level of support that I want to provide with this membership? Because if you are muddled, then it's going to create a whole lot of confusion down the road of what are my boundaries? How do I price this thing? Right. And so that's what I really, you know, advise the listeners to do that is get really clear on that. And, you know, like you had mentioned with kind of figuring out like, how is this going to work with, you know, having this revolving door of people coming in and out and how am I going to meet them there? I would recommend anyone wanting to really map that out. Stu McLaren has a freebie that helps you kind of figure that out, that client journey. And I'm not sure if it's available all the time. I think it is. But it's really looking at like, what is the start and end point? And how am I going to guide people through this process, right? Um, and so that that comes back to my first point of like, what is the focus of this membership? And so I'll give you an example of my membership because I know examples are helpful. I wanted it to be a membership that helps women really build their brand from scratch. So starting at like, getting a super clear vision of this is what I want to do. This is what I want to be known for, right? Like that kind of brainstorming, envisioning process all the way to I have super clear focus on this is who I want to talk to. This is my message. This is my visual brand, right? And like they've built this process out. And so that was kind of the start and end point for me. And so that's what I would encourage you to do is to kind of know that, right? Like where they're going to be coming in approximately and where you're going to be leading them, right? Like what's the destination that you're trying to get them to? I love that. Okay. And then your third thing that you would recommend. Yes. My third thing is price accordingly. Okay. So keeping that in mind of what is the level of support? What is the scope of what I'm doing here? Price accordingly. Okay. So if you are doing a more like high end, high touch membership, right? Like maybe you are a copywriter and you're providing copy edits 
and you're having weekly calls, right? Like take all these things into account. That is a high end membership, right? Like that is not a $27 membership versus if you are doing something that is content based, right? Like that's, you know, you're sending out a week or uh, like a monthly template for something like a copy, you know, I don't know, something like that copy prompts or content prompts or something like that. That's a totally different level of support. And that can be, you know, more no brainer price point investment. And so that is what, again, being clear on that will help you price accordingly so that you do not get to the point where you are really pouring all your time and energy into the people in your membership, because I had a coaching based membership. And again, if I had done it over again, I would have started at a higher price point from the beginning, because I would have been more clear and confident in the level of support that was in there. And so it's like, you know, if you get to that point, like I did, where, you know, pouring my time and attention into these women, which was wonderful, but then realizing that, the amount that I was making for the time and energy that I was putting in there meant that I then had to go and bring on one-to-one clients and do other things where I really wanted to give them all of my time and attention, but it didn't, things weren't in alignment. Like it wasn't set up in a way that I could really do that. And so, you know, really wanting to serve your people well, that's a huge part of that is knowing that when you set the bar and when you say, this is the type of support that I'm going to give you, that it allows you to really support them that way, right? Because it comes back to like, you get Mm -hmm. what you pay for. And I think I've totally noticed this and I'm curious if you have too, that now that I've been in business for several years, I look at things that are priced really low and I go, oh, I don't know if that's, Mm -hmm. that's not what I want then. Yeah. Right. Like it's this backwards approach of being a new business owner and thinking if I price it really low, they're going to be like, awesome, I'm getting this amazing deal. But once you're in business for a while, you realize that you really Mm -hmm. do get what you pay for. And if something seems too good to be true, we're going to go, oh, yeah, no, that's not what I want. I need more support than that. Right. And I think that's a whole nother conversation, because if you are underpricing yourself, number one, you end up extremely frustrated. Because you're Mm -hmm. not being compensated for the amount of work that you're putting in. You know that the value is there and it's not appreciated. And, you know, Mm -hmm. that just, that leads to burnout and frustration and ultimately, you know, a lot of dissatisfaction. So I think it's really important if you want to be valued, you have to put a value on yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a whole nother conversation, right? Because pricing is very, very tricky, but I'm totally in support of if a person sets a price based on, they know the value that they're providing and what this is worth, people will recognize that. Yeah. So great point, Natalie, to price accordingly based on what you're offering in the membership. If you're offering monthly templates, then, you know, maybe $25 is fine or $27 is fine. But if you're doing full on coaching where these people are walking away with a business in their lap, then that's so much more value that you cannot price. Totally. (laughs) Totally. And it's like, do your research. If you're thinking about doing a membership, like look at what else is out there to a point, right? Like set a limit for yourself of like, I'm going to, you know, look around a little bit. And then I, of course, encourage you to put your blinders on, but just like become aware of, the types of memberships that are out there, right? Because yeah, there is so many, right? Like there's so many options, so many kind of scopes and levels of that. Yeah. So in summary, a little bit. So number one, know what your focus is going to be and know what your motives of 
your why. Know your why behind starting this membership and be sure you're 100% clear on that so that you can then make sure that you've mapped out the client journey so that they're going to find value, but also so that you're not going to end up in burnout yourself and price accordingly so that the value is there for both sides. Yeah. Okay. I love this. This is great. So anyone wanting to start a membership in 2021... I think we've kind of summarized like a roadmap for you. You could easily get started and I will put links in the show notes to the Stu McLaren membership tribe, as well as the membership guys. Is that what you said? Yep. Yeah. So I'll put the links to all those in the show notes. Natalie, where can my listeners find you, connect with you, show you a little love? Yeah. So I am definitely over on my podcast called Presence and Purpose. That's where I primarily hang out. And then also my Facebook group with the same name, Presence and Purpose. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here and sharing the to-dos and not-to-dos regarding memberships. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me, Robin. I hope you enjoyed the show. Now, don't forget to join the giveaway. All you have to do is leave a rating and review. Screenshot the rating and review and put it in your Facebook and Instagram stories on either platform and tag me. If you want a bonus entry, invite another entrepreneur who is motivated and inspired to create a strong foundation for their brand and business to join the Attract More Clients Accelerator Masterclass happening January 11th to 13th in the Female Entrepreneur Insider Facebook group. If you've never left a rating and review before, here's how you do it. The link to leave a rating and review will be in the show notes if you need some help. You scroll all the way down past the episodes and then you click the star for the rating. Then you click submit a review. After clicking submit a review, you write your review. Then you hit submit and done. That's it. It's so easy. It's just sometimes hard to find where you leave the rating and review, but now you know. And that's a wrap, friends. Thank you so much for listening today. I am grateful to have you here with me. If you enjoyed this episode and found the information helpful, will you please take a moment to subscribe and leave a rating and review? That would mean the world to me. It will also help others find the podcast. I really look forward to getting to know my listeners. Will you please connect with me on Instagram? You can find me at the Robin Graham. You can also find me on Facebook and LinkedIn as Robin Graham. And I invite you to join my private Facebook group, The Brand Marketing Insider. Please spread the word about the Second Phase Podcast. Until next time, remember to smile.